You are listening to Revealing Real Estate Podcast, where we dive into getting over your fear of taking risk in real estate and making money while you sleep. I'm Nico Pedizano, your host and real estate guru with over 20 years of experience. It's time to get real. All right, all right, all right. We got a wonderful guest today on the show. Um, this podcast, we're really starting to gain some ground and really having some wonderful guests, and we can't wait to launch it. Uh, but we have a gentleman uh, by the name of Hen Bot, who's the regional vice president of Primerica, and he is going to kind of dive in deep to kind of financial investments. And, you know, I've always been a big preacher on making sure that, you know, you surround yourself with the right people and build a team that are going to help you through, you know, when you're transacting in real estate, uh, when you start earning your financial wealth, you know, where to kind of, you know, invest your money. Um, so, Hem, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. No problem. No problem. Glad to have you on there. Right. So I talk a lot about on the show is making sure one way to get yourself financially uh, independent and build your, you know, your financial wealth is making sure that you have the right people around you. And, and you are one of those guys that I have on my circle um, as an influence to making sure that my money is kind of invested into the right direction. A lot of times when you're doing a real estate transaction, we are going to need uh, home insurance. That's a guarantee for sure. Yep. Uh, and then life insurance is a big component. Uh, and then there's there's also, you know, once you own real estate, you want to make sure that your real estate is through a will, making sure that that's managed properly. Uh, so, Hem, if you want to maybe just have a little quick introduction on yourself, um, you know, what is Primerica <coughs> and, you know, what are the type of the services that you provide? Well, so before I actually get into it, let me just talk about myself, that uh, what I did in past. Yeah. So when I was going through uh, my course, my my bachelor's and master's degree at York University, I got accepted to work with Bell, which is a wireless company everybody knows of. Bell, yeah. 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 And uh, I started working as a customer service rep as a part-time because I was still doing my master's. And what happened at that point is I started realizing that uh, there's a lot of things which I should have learned in school. Um, and I, I realized that I think early enough because my dad was a private lender. Mm -hmm. So he always taught us certain concepts, which I think most people should know uh, while growing up. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's why I never had a student loan. I never had a line of credit. I never had credit card debt when I came out of the university. Now, today, as we stand, 85% um, of students, they actually come out of the universities in North America with a huge amount of debt. Which is incredible to me, right? And it's yeah. like, you know, it's like the system is almost <clears throat> built to make you fail. Yes. You know, and that's the way I look at it, you know, and, and, you know, education is very important. I tell my kids all the time, I want you to go to university. I want you to get an education. Yes. But I want you to also, whatever it is that you want to do, whatever your passions are, make sure you become, make it a business, become that's an correct. entrepreneur. And run and run the course that way. That's that my. Is, that, that that's is. just the way my outlook is on it. Because majority of these kids now coming out of these schools, like you said, yeah, are coming out with major debts, and that's a big number. Yeah, that's a big is. number. It is a huge number, and I work for Bell for almost seventeen years uh, in thirteen different positions. Um, when I left, I was a senior project manager working in operations and finance. And uh, before I left. I decided to do something to educate myself, like more from the professional side of right. it. Yep. So um, me and my wife, we both decided to just get through the course by the Ministry of Finance. So we got all our licenses to work in the industry. 
And um, I think one of the other reasons why we wanted to just kind of get into this industry was my daughter, when she was born in uh, 2003, which was December 2003, yeah. and March 2004, she was diagnosed with leukemia. So at that point, uh, she was in the hospital because she, was, she had aggressive form of leukemia. And uh, she was in the hospital for five months. My wife was on a mat leave, almost spending the whole maternity leave uh, taking care of my daughter. Of course, yeah. And uh, when she came out of the hospital, that's when our real challenges started uh, with so many different complications. And we were going through so many different specialists uh, here in Canada, in U.S. And we just wanted to make sure that she is going to be at a good place from the health standpoint. Mm -hmm. And... Um, the challenge which was always coming back to us is the time. And uh, because we both were working at a job, so me, I was working at the corporate job, my wife was working in the legal industry. Right. I was actually working crazy hours, like 12, 13, 14 hours a day, working on overseas projects. So I had to take the uh, leap of faith that, you know, now I have to do something on my own. So because we already had a solid background, understanding the concept, uh, coming from the family, so we decided to just kind of get switch our career into financial services. Wow! Industry. So the, all through this time, yeah, yes. you, your daughter gets diagnosed with leukemia. Then this is a <coughs> five month five month window. You said, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you like you come, you have this like wake up, this aha moment that hey, exactly. I just want to change my career because what I'm doing right now is not going to be structured for what yeah. what's just now been given to me in my lifestyle. Yeah, because I was looking for more like a quality of time which I can spend with my daughter, my family, Yeah, uh, more freedom of time. And at the same time, it comes with the money too. You wanted right? to get yourself out of that corporate world where exactly. you had set hours, you're on a time clock, you know, you're punching, you punch out back home, right? 100%. Yeah. So even the time when I was not fully involved with this financial services industry, uh, we were totally engaged with many government agencies and speaking to the parents and providing them some sort of knowledge. So now, fast forward, uh, working in this industry, uh, I'm an official speaker for many government agencies and I provide my seminars and I teach parents on the educational literacy. Uh, I also speak at uh, many professional organizations like the real estate boards and many other manufacturing companies and so forth. So I think that's what I thrive on and that's what I like. Because what has helped me, that's exactly what I want to teach others. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I pride myself on that. And that's one of the main reasons why I actually started up this podcast. You know, one of my big passions today, you know, as we evolve um, within business and within our personal growth as well within life is making sure that uh, finding ways or, or allowing other people the opportunity with the knowledge that I built through my experience to help somebody, um, you know, succeed. And if I can do that, I think that you know that that's so rewarding and so sa self-satisfying yes. uh that has it has become a huge passion of mine um you know whether it's you know uh, watching my team members grow to become you know really top members and top producers and things like that yeah um so i can really you know uh, relate to that as yeah. well no that's absolutely like i said i mean it's always not just take the opportunity is always about passing on the opportunity to others yeah because what that has done to you that can do to other families too 100 right? it's all and, it's all about paying it forward right yeah and uh, i think it's uh, the financial component is very important for families to understand because if just think about yes. for a second 
is when we went to school, we got math, history, science for a number of years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How many times today we are using history on a daily basis? Not many times. Right? Correct. But when it comes to money, we deal with money every single day, every single moment, I would mm-hmm. say. Right? Yes. And that's why it's very important for people to understand the concepts, the strategies, rules, and principles. Because if you don't know that, and if you're just trying to win the money game, you can't. It's just like playing sports at the school. Um, you really need to know those rules. You do. Exactly, yes. right? Yes. Otherwise, you can't win that game. Yes, you won't be able to win, right? And understanding exactly from the beginning, you know, um, that's, it starts with a mindset, right? Yes. And then once you can get that mindset and, you know, come over that fear, yeah. um, now it's a matter of how do we build a plan that, that is going to be proven, that'll make you strive with success. And, and yeah. me being in real estate... You know, uh, I've always built, you know, a lot of, you know, uh, we've been friends now. We work together as colleagues for some time now. You deal with all my insurance stuff and my yeah. financial situations as well. But surrounding yourself uh, and building that up with the right team is going to be crucial. And somebody that's going to give the services that you provide are very crucial to understanding the financial literacy that actually is a huge problem in today's society. That is true. And having somebody on your side, and the reason why I wanted to have you on the show is to make sure that we can allow and start educating somebody who's listening on why it's important. Yes. So what I really want to understand, him, and what we I want to share with our listeners is why is it important? What is it that you do for me? And what is it that you can do from somebody that is looking to build their financial wealth? Well, first of all, so what I like to do all the time is when I go meet any families first time, uh, my approach is like an educational approach. Right. It's very casual conversation about um, just about where they stand and what their goals and dreams are and whatnot. So just trying to understand their their current situation and where they will be going in 10, 20 years. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I never ask upfront anybody, what do they have in place? First of all, I want them to know about what do I need to know to make my situation better or the best uh, by knowing those uh, rules and principles. So I kind of just walked them through many different concepts. We have very candid conversations across the kitchen table. Mm-hmm. And then we just kind of uh, shared more lights on what is more important for them. So I always tell people, okay, so let's say someone is 35, Okay. And I ask them, what age you want to retire? Most likely I get an answer 65, which is average, okay? Right. Or 60, whatever it is. I'm looking so, at 55, by the way. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. So everybody has different answer, right? Of course, yes. But depending on your answer, you're also mindful that when you retire, what sort of income you will have besides the CPP and at once you turn 65, you get old age security. Mm-hmm. So let me expand on that. The average CPP payout is about, I would say, $900 to $1,200 a month. Okay, If someone qualifies for OAS, which is older security, it's like $500 a month. So here's my question to, to them. Knowing these numbers, are you comfortable living with that amount of income? The answer is no, you can't. Tough, yes. right? It's yes. very tough, especially with times today, right? right. And, and the shift that we're in right now, right? You know, uh, a romaine lettuce, a whole round of romaine lettuce, it hit ten dollars, nine ninety nine, nine ninety nine. I'm like, really? We used to buy this thing for a dollar ninety nine. That is true. Right? So things are expensive, and they're they're double in price. You know, uh, twelve eggs used to cost what was it four ninety nine, and yeah. now you're yeah. paying eight ninety nine for yeah. for a dozen of eggs. So yeah. how do you live on that budget? 
That is true. So so basically I just asked them, okay, so whatever money you have been saving up now, do you know that you will have enough money when you will be retired? Because that's the whole purpose of saving money or right. investing money, yes. right? Correct. So I asked them like, do you know where you will end up with? And they have no answer because they don't know how to get there. Right. Okay? So then I I just say that okay, this is something like you want to go from Toronto to California. But you're just going you want to reach there without the GPS. Okay? Yes. How does that sound like? Uh, it seems like it's going to be a long ride. Right? Yes. You will probably you might not get there. You probably won't even get there. Correct. By, yeah. by the time you get there you'll be exhausted. Yes. Right? Correct. So what's the point? Yes. Right? So I always tell them that also that's number one. Number two, it also depends on what vehicle you're going to choose. So let's say do you want to go on a bike? Do you want to jog? Do you want to fly? Do you want to drive? It all depends on what vehicle you will choose. That's how fast you will get there, yeah. right? Yeah. So what we provide is we call financial needs analysis. So financial needs analysis basically just shed lights on every single aspects of your financial house. And that tells you where exactly you stand today and where you will be when you will be retired. It actually breaks it down. I know you did this exactly. for me once and I'm like, yeah. Oh my and god, I got to start moving a little bit quicker over here, right? right? So so yeah. that's what it is because you don't want to compromise your quality of life once you're retired. In fact, in my opinion, retirement is a celebration, right? If someone retires at 65, the life expectancy in Canada for men is 86. For women it's 89. They live longer. You know why? I don't need to explain. Yeah, here. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, those are very important numbers to make yeah. them understand that. Hey, you know, eighty-six is yes, it's it's a good life. It's a long life. But you know, um, we want to get to the point where we can build that financial wealth, um, so that we can at one point enjoy that, right? Yeah. And take some time. You know, for me and my wife, I'll speak specifically. Yeah. You know, when my kids are older and we've established their path in life, is we want to just make sure that we have that that time for ourselves to now. Hey, you know what? We did it. You know, our, our yeah. kids are now well successful off and we're trying to set up their path and their journey. Um and I think it's important and I think it's important for people to understand that and know exactly what, you know, that time frame is, right? Yeah, that is true. And the the one of the important factor that plan provides to our family is we call fin. And when I ask people like do you know fin? No, never heard of it. Do you know financial independence number? Don't know. That number basically represents how much money you need to accumulate from now until you'll be retired so you can leave your retirement with dignity. Yeah, I I think, you know, and if I just give you a, an estimated guess in my opinion, for me to retire, I probably need about a million dollars. Yes. So then right? that's that, that's my estimated for me, yeah. specifically for my lifestyle, you know, once I I'm hoping that at that point I don't have a mortgage, right? And and you know, I I I my car is paid off, whatever the situation may be, I can live and have a million dollars in my account invested the right way where I can now, you know, yeah, not work anymore. Let me just put that put that into numbers. Yes. Okay, so I give you an example of someone who is 35, wants to retire at 65. So that person has 30 years, okay? And if I ask that person a question, okay, how much money you think that you need today right to live comfortably considering you have no obligations. If that person tells me $30,000 a year, that $30,000 will look like $73,000 with the rate of inflation. Mm-hmm. As you know, we just talked about the letters, right? The price of yes. everything is going up. Whatever you can leave off today with the amount of money, 
it's not going to be enough when you will be retired, right? right? Yes. And, and unfortunately, people don't plan for the retirement, even though it's like almost 21 years of retirement for men and 24 is for women, right? Yes. And funny enough is, for example, if you are getting married, it's a one-day event, Unless you're from my community, it's five days event. Yeah, yours right? is five days. <laughs> <laughs> so, so one day event, people plan for it like for almost 12, 18 months before. Right. Retirement is like 21 years. Right. So I always ask questions to clients like, how much time you're spending or having conversations with your wife or, or husband, vice versa, planning for retirement? Yeah. People don't do that. They don't. Right? They don't. And finance, in my, my, my opinion, is something that it's not like you're just done once with it and then you never look at it again. Yes. It changes every year. And that's why we actually go for annual review with the clients every single year. So and let's just talk about yeah. that a bit, right? And yeah. I want to just dive a little bit deeper into that. From my perspective, I'm a licensed real estate agent, right? And um, from that, it's allowed me to branch off and build a real estate portfolio. I have different companies, as you may know, yeah. right? But one of my main <clears throat> companies right now is the investment side of things where I look at investing into real estate uh, as a long-term play where I'm invested in if I own ownership of a property and I get a tenant inside there, I'm going to keep this property for 20 years. Mm-hmm. If I build a multitude of these properties, by the time I reach to 65 years old, for me, that's a way of establishing my retirement, Correct. right? Yep. Um, and any money that I've produced, and you know, it's been hard for me to get me off to that sector of investments-wise. And nobody, not everybody has the knowledge of what I do within my sector of business. Not many people can do what I do because they're afraid of the fear. Yeah. This is another alternative as well. If people are afraid of real estate or you know don't have that real down payment, how can they build through financial wealth and get to that place of retirement when they're ready for it, right? So for me, it has always been a big believer in making sure that I bought my real estate and it was a plan that me and my wife set that we wanted to build as many properties as we can until we get to 65. Yeah. Once I get to 65 and now I want to sell one of them to start living off it, yeah. I have that option, right? Yes. Or if I want to continue generating that income, now I'm just generating that income with also hopefully cash in the bank, right? And that was my goal, but... There are important factors that you do offer and there are ways to also get to that freedom, that financial freedom uh, as well through your method and, and, and all the things that you have to offer, correct? That's true. So let me just kind of uh, expand on it. Like most yeah. people don't have the money you have, right? So 95% of uh, families, I would say in North America, they fall under middle income families, okay? okay? So first they need to understand they're okay. I never say that don't invest in a real estate because I have that too, right? Correct. But what I'm saying is- And I diverse, push you on that as well quite yes, often, right? Yes, that's yes. true. But my point is always diversify your investments. Yes. Okay. It's very, very important uh, because not only you have to look at the type of the investment, you have to always look at the factors like, is this going to be tax efficient? Is it going to be tax deferred? Because there has to be strategy in place for anyone to invest money, real estate or RRSPs or tax-free savings account mm -hmm. or putting money into pension or kids' education program whatsoever, right? So again, all those numbers, they come in the picture once I sit down with the clients and expand on everything because right. everyone's situation is different. 
some people may benefit from certain things some people may not benefit from the same thing because everyone is different correct right yes i agree so that's why it's it's very important that uh, people look at it as an investment side of it as, as an aspect of what is going to work for my family that's that's how they have to design their whole plan right right, right. Yep. so so that that's and i always kind of show them the strategies like, like how they can leverage their own money too right it's just not that well once you have money you once you invest it then it's not doing anything for you you always leverage the money off the money correct so so that's another goal is as well is you can just because people get so overwhelmed when it comes to the finances because there's they hear so many different things um they hear so many different news as well and they hear from the families or oh, someone did this someone did that and let me do that but then it might not even work for you right so that's why um it it is it's important that okay let's assess what you have and how you can branch out in every single direction mm-hmm. so it is going to work for you and your family yep. especially when when families who have kids who are dependent mm-hmm. so because i speak at government agencies i come across many parents they have kids they will never be independent they'll always be dependent their plan is completely different yes they can't just go with the same flow right Correct. so so there are many different avenues many different sectors we can look at it uh, or or we can talk about and then it works completely different in all scenarios let's go into you know <laughs> rsps um i'm going to tell you from a personal standpoint i was never a real huge believer in rsps but i think you know for deferring some tax and for tax reasons um you had me invest into some rsps i had some allowance in there and we worked on that and then and i'm going to tell you about a, a true honest mistake that i made is that i got my rsp money and i decided hey i'm going to be a superhero and try to self direct my money and and i think this is a story that i want to share with people because I think you have to really understand that you need to specialize in the things that you specialize in. That's to true. me, it was real estate. I eat, sleep, breathe real estate. You know, I'm on the market every single day. You tell me a house where it is, you ask me for a price, I'll tell you from the top of my head exactly what that house is worth. Yep. Um and I know my markets. You know, I seen this prediction and you know, the people around me can attest to me knowing, hey, listen, this bubble's going to burst sooner or later, right? And this was a pushback that I held back. to say hey this market's going to come down because there's no way that prices could be jumping 20 to 26%. Mm-hmm. Um right but to go back to the moral of the story is is that I decided that I was going to self direct and then when the real estate market tanked I wasn't paying attention. Right? And not with the real estate market, sorry, when the stock market stock tanked. Market, yeah. I apologize. When the stock market tanked, I wasn't paying attention. Enjoying this episode? Leave us a review letting us know what you want to learn next and make sure you're following our podcast to be the first to hear our new episodes every Friday. You can also find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube for full video and behind-the-scenes access. On my investment, that was you know a substantial size for my retirement, has now decreased, right? So now I'm on a sit-and-hold scenario and waiting for this market to come back, and I'm hoping that it does, and fingers crossed. But I really, really don't understand it, right? And I don't day trade. I, I like you know. So for me. you know if if i'm going to do something or invest into something i really need to understand what i'm doing and if not i'm going to hire a professional who's going to be able to guide me through that process to get me to making sure that i'm not going to lose it because you know on the back end of the guys that you would deal with right through different corporations that take the our investments of course and invest it into different you know uh sectors of the stock market itself mm-hmm. these guys know when to pull back 
That's These guys true. know when to put in. They know what companies that you should be invested <clears throat> into and that are going to start taking off. There's the inside information there because this is what they do every single day. They eat, sleep, and breathe the TSX, right? The yeah. NASDAQ, bonds, gold, yeah. oil. They're so heavily invested into that yes. that they're paying attention to it. Yes. Right? And I think that, you know, now it's like now I got to sit and wait in the whole scenario. So let's talk about that and how you can help somebody through even their RSP contributions that they make of how you would kind of direct them. So we have wealth management uh, division where we manage uh, different uh, kind of investments such as RRSP. Uh, TFSA or RESP for kids education trust account which is a kids. great program yeah I heavily invested into that I think there's a maximum allowance we maximize it that is true you know my kids got to go to school now yeah. and, and you know go to, they're not going to walk out of school you know yeah. having debt right yeah. and, and we've invested for them now to think about their future that's true and RESP gives you 20% grant regardless of income so the way I always tell people well it's 20% guaranteed interest you're earning on your investment right? Yes. Um, and then we also do trust accounts for the kids. Uh, we also do RDSP, which is Registered Disability Savings Plan. So anyone who has physical, mental, medical condition, they all qualify for this. This is a federal program. Um, the most unused program by the families who have dependents in the family. Um, it gives you huge grant. Uh, if you contribute $1,500 a month, sorry, year, uh, it gives you $4,500 a year. It's almost like 300% match, right? So that's right. that. And then we also roll over many pension plans from the companies where um, someone has worked in past for an employer and now they left the employer and now that's what we do. So that they become the owner now ultimately for pension. So when it comes to any kind of wealth management side of it, we deal with the fund companies. Got it. Yeah. So those fund companies such as AGF Investments, or McKenzie Investments, and they also have some components in the in the portfolios from the dynamic funds and uh, Fidelity Investments and so forth. Right. So I want people to understand that these fund companies, all they do is they manage trillions of dollars of the investments of someone like you and me mm-hmm. who are investing money in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now they work global, so they have global offices uh, across the world. And they work on every single stock markets because the money is not just invested in Canada. Money is invested in all across the yeah, globe. Yeah, yeah. So, Nationwide. Yeah, so it's almost like 24-7 job we look at on ourselves that, okay, if I have to invest my own money and if I want to self-direct it, like uh, that option if I choose, I don't have time to look at the market across the globe and understand the market. Every day. You got to be on it every day. You got to understand those markets, right? And these Uh, portfolio management team, uh, it's dedicated for each fund and portfolio, whatever you choose based on your scenario. Mm -hmm. Um, Their job is to just keep watching it every single day and they rebalance it as it's required. So they can also see the forecast, which which I can't personally, to be very honest, as, as a client. Right. Right. So it's very important that, well, we actually just rely on someone who is professionally going to manage the fund than me just going around like my laptop and then. I, well, because you want to yeah. see your clients succeed, right? Exactly. And you want to see your clients' portfolio start to increase and, and start to rise because they become a representation of you. And I think it's important that you yeah. make sure that you guide them in the right way and make sure that the people that you're dealing with 
um, invest their money so that you know yeah. you're going to continue to build your longevity within the business, right? That is true. Yeah, that is true. And that's how basically we just guide them through. We give them multiple options depending on the situation and see. Okay, guys. So client, husband, and wife. Uh, see, this is what I would recommend uh, based on your scenario, and let's just come to the mutual interest. Like, okay, what is going to work for us? Yeah. And then we continue with the annual follow up. So every single year in January and February, uh, I just go back and sit down with the families again, and then review their uh, financial situation. So this is just one aspect. So you're basically a financial advisor for somebody who wants to help them build. Um, their path to retirement, um, to financial wealth, and 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 some people have financial literacy where they don't know what to do with their money. Yes, right. And you know, sometimes we'll look at somebody's portfolio and say, okay, well, how much you know liquid do you have? How much liquid cash do you got? How could we use that maybe to start helping you invest into real estate? You know, how much money do you have maybe tied up into RSPs? Yeah. How could we get that to grow at a more rapid pace for you? Um, right, so there's many different options and services that you provide, and that's where I think we make a really good team. And I consider you part of my team, and the way you would consider me as part of your team, um, you know, I think it's important. And people listening to this understand that hey, you need to leverage and have the right people around you to help yeah. you to get through that process, right? That is and, true. And you know, when I get to 65, at least I know through your services that hey, I got this goal met, I got this goal met, you know, and, and I'm diversified in many ways that I'm protected. That is true. And then uh, one of the important aspects I think people don't like to discuss very often is the insurance aspect because it's the income protection. You really need to protect your income while you're alive and while you're gone. So some people say to me, I don't believe in insurance or I don't want insurance. Uh, yeah, I know. And let's explain that, right. right? Let's talk a little bit about that, why we actually do need insurance, right? It's like, and it's such an important part, especially when you're much younger, right? Yes. You know. I, and the, the reason why, and I'll just tap into that a little bit. I didn't mean to, you know, uh, uh, cross you, you know, and stop you in any way. But I just wanted to get into that because it's such an important understanding of if I'm going to get life insurance, for instance, right? Yeah. At an age of uh, 47, the younger I am, the more insurance I actually need. Yes. I feel from my perspective, and correct me if I'm wrong, the older I get, the less insurance I need. That's correct. Right? Because the goal here is to build your financial wealth through the process between ages of 30, let's say to 65, by the time I get to 65 years old, I should have already put myself in a position where it didn't matter about life insurance anymore, right? Because I've built such a really good path. You're absolutely that right. That I won't need it, right? You're absolutely right. But it's very, and that's what we teach our clients that first of all, we want them to understand insurance is not a permanent need. Insurance is something you Correct. need when you have obligations. Correct. It's almost like you're driving a car. You will just pay for the car insurance while you're driving. Once you stop driving, you don't need the car insurance. Correct. Right? Same Correct. thing for home insurance. The same thing with home insurance, right? right? If I don't have a house anymore, why do I need home insurance Exactly, anymore? right? Yes. So when you don't have obligation, you don't need the insurance. What you need, though, is the cash flow. Right. Because see, people pay into like a very expensive life policies. Many a times I have seen it and it doesn't make sense because at the same time, when I look at their saving portion, they have very little savings or maybe no savings, mm -hmm. which means it tells me, OK, when you when you're retired, you will have this insurance amount, which is which will only pay out as a death benefit, but you will not have any cash flow. Right. So yes. it's a huge gap. And I always tell people that, you know what, when you look at your financial house, for your financial house, 
for example, you as an agent or broker, you bring your client to see a house. And let's say you see that there is no foundation in this house. Would you sell that house to your client? I would, but at a different value. Okay. If there was a house on there, right? Exactly. You know what so, I mean? Because yeah. there is a component of the land that is right. valuable to that person. Because, if I get it at the right price, yes, right. I would sell it to them. Right, because it doesn't make sense for someone to live in that house with no foundation. It's not going to sustain for very right. long, right? Yes. So yeah, what they need to do, if there is no foundation for the physical home, Correct. then they need to tear it down and then they need to build a proper construction. Correct. Right? Yes. That's exactly how the life insurance works. Life insurance is the foundation of the financial house. People might say, well, you know what? I'm paying the mortgage. Uh, I'm saving a little bit of money for my RRSP TFSA or saving money for kids' education. Let me ask you a question. If something were to happen tomorrow, one of you is gone. Surviving spouse, he or she, would that person be sustainable to pay off all these? Correct. Right? Yes. That's why the insurance is very important because it creates the immediate estate for the family. Correct. Which you never had. Yes. Okay? So that's why the life insurance is very important factor and it's the foundation. It's also recommended that the younger you are, healthier you are, you get into that life insurance now, then six months later, year later. Correct. Because there is no right time. Yes. You're always getting into a problem or coming out of one. Uh, yeah, right? yeah. It's because, always, yeah, listen, you know, most of these, most of like young young kids now, and what would you say that was 86%? 85%. 80, 85% of students yeah. are actually, when they finish their academics, are coming out with student debt. Yeah. Right. That's so true. now you got to go get them life insurance and you got to go get them, you know, the, yeah. to try to get them to invest into the market. And they now they need to find their career and their pop. Man, that's a rough start. That's why when I see, you know, and or I hear about those stories, those success stories of these kids that never had the help and they just built it themselves and they really put that time, that sacrifice to get to where they are. You know, I applaud them. And those success stories are really, really inspiring to me. Right. Yes, and that's true. That's true. And I think sometimes parents need to do a great job at educating kids as well. Because once they come out of like uh, even the high school, I would say, now get into the university, they need to have a conversation with the kids about, you know, like, listen, this is how you can manage and whatnot. Right. Yes. They can find a part time job, start saving money a little bit, start a help them understand the concept early enough in their life, mm -hmm. um, then it's too late. Yes. Right? So so that's the that's the kind of insurance aspect I talked about is it's very important for the so families. You, so you offer, so basically we offer, you offer life insurance, you offer home insurance, you offer uh, car insurance? So auto insurance, home auto insurance, insurance yeah. disability insurance, health and dental, travel, and many others. So, so a, you got a whole kind Exactly, of, whole insurance so package. So you're a one-stop shop, basically. Yes, that's true. And then the investment division, where we just have the wealth management side as well. We also have um, debt management division, where people need to manage the debt. So regardless whether you have a mortgage, you have credit cards, line of credit, student loan, car loan, any personal loan, you, at the end of the day, you really need to manage your debt and you really need to pay down the debt with the, with the strategy where you know when the debt freedom is coming. Because if you keep paying, keep paying, keep paying constantly, but you don't know the answer when you will become debt-free, yeah. that, also, that also defeats the purpose. Correct. So Correct. that's what I show as well to the client yeah. with that financial And you deal analysis. with wills, right? Exactly. You deal with wills, uh, Wills, power of attorney, yeah. everything. So we just want to make sure that well, people have everything protected legally as well. 
you might be busy building the wealth, making money, whatever it is. But I have seen example, Nick, where you know someone passed away in the family, and then yeah. now it's like an ugly fight. Like you don't want to get into that position or situation for your yeah, family. Yeah, you right? don't. You don't. And those are always a lot of the sad stories that we hear. Yeah. Um, but it does happen. It does happen quite often, unfortunately. Um, I talk about you know from my aspect of of helping somebody build you know financial wealth and their successes. Of course, through real estate, right? It's just what I do every single day. Um, but I think parents today um, should really spend that time in helping uh, their kids and plan for their futures, right? Because homes will become, you know, 100% more than what they're actually worth today. I think it's going to be tougher for my kids' generation and my kids' kids' generations to get into the market and buy and have that dream of home ownership if there wasn't hopefully, you know, or make it a little bit easier for them to start. And it's not easier for parents as well because they're working on it and they don't have that knowledge base of what they need to do because there's that fear that stops them, right? So this is what it's about for me is how do I educate people to understand um, that they can have that dream of, of ownership, right? And own their own property. And I speak a lot to young kids, you know, that are millennials that are under 30 years old, yeah, and this is the perfect time for someone to get into real estate market, and I'll tell you why. You're buying at a sale price. Yes. Right? Yes. I always tell my people too, right, my clients, uh, I, I say, well, when the market goes down, that's when you should put more money into your TFSA, into your RRSP. Yes. Right? It's like you go to the grocery store and you always buy this can of tomatoes like for a dollar. Right. Next week you go and now it's available for like two for a dollar. Would you not stock up or would you just kind of say, no, 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 I'll come back next week and then I'll buy at the regular price? Yeah. You uh, never do that, right? You never do that. No, so, you're going to stock so, up. So same thing for the stock price too. Like when the when the market is going down, you should put more money in because you're buying all those stocks at this ridiculous low price. Yes. And then the market goes up. Yes. That's when you're making more money. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. So so that's that's how people should look at it. And that's how the rich get rich. Yes. And that's 100%. how the rich get yes. Yes. right. They thrive on down markets. Yeah. Right. And I look at it, the real estate market is the opportunity that's now going to come. Yes. Um, and people that I know, very big savvy investors love markets like this because yes. this is where they come in. This is where they start to really start to thrive and this build is, their wealth. Yeah. This is buyer's market. I yeah. think buyers should actually just get into it uh, yeah. with a with like full fledged and then, uh, you just, know, and there's no easy yeah. solution, right? I, yeah. I think any investment you make, some people got lucky into the stock markets, bitcoins. I remember people made a lot of money through the process, but yeah, again, um, when it's that easy, it's you know, sounds too good to be true at, at certain times. Buying a house is obviously a very good investment for any family you can ever think of, of course, because you need a place to live, and I think where else you can find more peace than living in the house which you own. Rather than you're renting for five, ten right? But I tell you this: years. if I was renting, yeah, if I was renting, yeah, I would definitely have my money spent into real estate and other properties where I was generating that income to cover the cost of my rent. Yeah, right. Sure. It's the same thing. If I wanted my cars, uh, sure, yeah. you know, when I was younger too, as well. If I bought a property and I was generating so much money a month in rent, yeah, right, and I was making an extra thousand dollars a month, well, you know. I'm now I, I go buy a car. Yeah. That monthly payment was eight hundred dollars a month. Uh, yeah. I'm actually driving a car for free. That is true. That is you true. You know, if we think about the logic behind it, and that's how you have to start thinking and building through that process, right? And that's what I said. Like uh, this is all about leveraging your own money. 
Correct. Right. Yes. You really need to come up with the strategies, but you need a coach. <clears throat> it's like when you're playing a sports, you have to follow the instructions given to you by a coach. Right. Otherwise, you can't really win. You you'll be lost. Yeah. And, and regardless of what is the current income of the family, they should have someone for the financial expert side. Yes. They should have someone for the real estate expert side as well, which where you and NG comes in. and uh, that's that's how people should start relying on it just start doing some homework like where do we stand like what do we need to do how fast we can get to our goals right and if you're not relying on someone who is an expert then you're always left without any directions yes yes for sure yeah. you know a uh, research and knowledge are very key you know when you're going to go put your house up for sale i remember when you called me to list your house yeah right you're not just going to go hire or call one agent right you should interview three yeah. three yeah. agents at least on the minimum right yeah. and find out what services they're going to have to offer you and what values that they're going to be able to bring because we're all different in many different ways and yeah. you know why should you hire me over my competition and yes. and that's healthy competition right and i think having somebody do that knowledge and that research behind who the right fit is for them because I'm not the right fit for everybody. I think I'm 99% the right fit for everybody, yes. but at the end of the day maybe somebody kind of dislikes my approach or my my marketing strategies. It's an option, right? So again, market knowledge and market research are very important. Yeah, no, that is true. And uh, like I said is uh, people who have to just go through the experts, I think they also need to understand that how that expert is going to help with my situation customizing the approach. Correct. right yes so just the like the way you said the well 99% of people would like you i would say 100% people would like you why not Thank but <laughs> but at the end of the day like certain situations it doesn't work out for whatever reason and it's okay it's okay right? correct it's a, it's a natural process yes but what i'm saying is you really need to determine there okay who is going to customize the approach for you and there is nothing wrong in going through one two three different experts and see that uh, what someone has to offer you at the table right yeah, yeah so so that's that's what it is so where i come in is i always tell people they you know what because people ask me sometimes okay what do you charge how how do you work and so forth i said listen i don't charge so there is no fee for to work with me for my consultation my service fee and it's i never believed in like a transaction business i believe in like a relationship business and i love to talk to people i love to see people uh, and i think this is the month for me i'll be just going around to my clients house and just kind of you know greeting them very very quickly by the door yeah. because i love those relationships and uh, financial situation is something that well it's like i said it's not just like done once you have to just continuously keep building that house right and you have to keep making changes in the house it's just like when we live in the physical house we have to make some changes in the house right as we grow as we move further and so forth same thing same rule applies here so i always tell people that you know just just be open minded for everything whatever you want to do in your yeah. life yeah makes sense yeah so I also know that you offer some career opportunities for individuals that want to become an inspiring hem and you know build their success or maybe their dream is to help people through uh the process um uh of of maybe uh, insurance or selling insurance. Uh can you maybe discuss a little bit about that and and the opportunities that you provide? Sure. So uh, anyone who wants to look like anyone is looking for let's say second career, looking for a career change or maybe now they want to get back into the workforce, whatever the scenario might be, 
um, they can definitely meet with me and then I can expand on how, how everything works because mm-hmm. our company is a course provider by Ministry of Finance. So anyone who wants to come and learn and work with us, uh, they don't have to go anywhere else to get the licenses. We basically just sponsor them to get through the licensing. And our licensing is very quick. It's designed just over the two weekend scores. And then as soon as they complete the two weekend scores, they can become fully licensed to work in the industry. Right. They also get the full mentorship and coaching uh, until they are not okay to do everything on their own. Uh, so that's how we provide the field training to them as well. So yeah. every single time uh, when we meet with the client and let's say I have someone new, uh, he or she is constantly with me and I'm the one who is doing all the work. Right. So it's almost like a job sharing until they don't become confident about it. Yeah. Uh, and then at some point it's, it's a transition that now they're okay to do everything on their own and then that's how they move on. So, yeah. so what's the best way to reach you? Uh, the best way to, I, I would say, there are many different ways to reach me, but the best way is to, to reach me on my cell, 416-580-0000. Oh, that's pretty easy. Yeah, and, <laughs> and you can tell I, I very, very, where I did, got Bill, it from, right? I, I got it from Bell, when I used to work for Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so Four I have zeros this, in the number, that's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty easy to remember. Yeah. I only need to remember really three digits. Well, mind you, though, like sometimes I get calls like a cleaning service, pizza oh, service. Pizza Nova, for sure. You're very close to Pizza Nova, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, I just want to say thank you for coming in today's show. Uh, I think you provided some really good knowledge and some really understanding of what you do and, and how you can help individuals, um, you know, understand and educate them through uh, building their financial wealth uh, and protecting their money and their interest and so forth. Um, So it's been a pleasure. I hope to have you back on again at some point because there's so much that we can really dive into and discuss. Uh, We just probably don't have enough time today, but uh, you know, uh, it's a pleasure to work with you and to to continue working with you in the future. And uh, just appreciate you you coming in today. Well, likewise, I mean, you and Angie have been great friend of ours, me and Krishna, and we really admire you not only as a friend, but also as an expert when it comes to real estate. And uh, we can always rely on you. My clients can always rely on you as well. And uh, I really trust uh, that, uh, you know, we have a great relationship. And then thank you for your confidence and no thank problem. you for inviting me. Awesome. Pleasure to have you on board. And, thank and you. We'll, we'll do it again for sure. Yeah, thank you. Looking to buy or sell? Call a team you can trust. Don't believe me? Our Google reviews say it all. Put us on your lawn, your house will be gone. The OPteam.com. 416-680-0000.